Welcome to the Mini Break, your daily podcast for the biggest storylines, results, and controversies from the tennis world. Today is Friday, July 24th. Of course, we inch closer and closer to the proposed return date for the ATP and WTA tours. Yes, the City Open was canceled, but the WTA events in Palermo, in Nicholasville, as of right now, scheduled to go. And then, of course, we are about a month away from the action kicking off in New York, Western and Southern, followed by the U.S. Open. Uh, Of course, right now we are treated to some exceptional tennis as well, exhibition events going on across the globe, the 2020 World Team Tennis season rocking and rolling, and it really has been a spectacular World Team Tennis season. They have, you know, just executed so well throughout this pandemic, and so much uh, credit needs to go to Carlos Silva and the team over at WTT, uh, because again, they have prioritized the safety, the health of everyone participating in the event, and they've proven that tennis, if proper precaution and care is taken, can return safely even uh, amidst a global pandemic. So again, a huge shout out always goes out to them because uh, it's been really fun to watch all of that action. Of course, we are getting in on the action here at Cracked Rackets with our new Great Shot podcast, Ace of the Day segment, brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. Uh, it's been really fun. Unfortunately, it hasn't gone as well as I would have liked. And, you know, again, well, Dainu, as we say in our uh, in my culture, it's not shocking to hear uh, that, you know, you try and you step into the foray of gambling and it doesn't go well. That's a sign from the gods. Nevertheless, uh, it's been really enjoyable to get in on the action. It just feels like I have a bigger stake in all of the matches. It makes it that much more pleasurable to watch, especially, you know, the thrill of when things go well is like nothing else. And so again, if you want to get in on the action yourself, that sounds enjoyable to you because beyond anything else, it's just really fun. Uh, It's really just enjoyable thing to do. It's a way to enjoy the sport even more. Uh, Be sure to go listen to those GSP aces of the day. Uh, It's been a really fun segment. Again, those will be Monday through Friday as well. But of course, this mini break podcast, Monday through Friday as well. Again, there are so many different storylines to discuss. As I previewed this early in the week, just the last World Team Tennis thing I talked about, I wanted to do a fake trade segment, right? Because it's so rare that you get to talk about teams and trading and free agency, first round draft picks, all of these different things, their lineups. Uh, But that is something you get to enjoy in World Team Tennis. Now, thankfully, uh, you know, Mark Lucero, uh, who's doing some of the play-by-play commentary, of course, tennis channel commentator, coach for Stevie J, a returning champion here at Cracked Rackets. Uh, He has agreed to come on the podcast on Monday uh, to give us some fake trades to talk about the World Team Tennis season as it heads into its home stretch. And then, of course, all of the other goings on from the professional tennis world, the impact of, you know, the Chinese events, the Asian swing being canceled for both the ATP, WTA, ITF tours, and, you know, that impact on the tennis world, what the calendar is going to end up looking like as, you know, assuming ATP, WTA tours can even come back. And again, things are still up in the air just because of all of the travel restrictions. And by the way, that's something, you know, tennis's return is something I talk about actually with Midwest Sports' Dave Limke. Uh, That's another great shot podcast. You can hear that feed should be live as well. 
well. So a great conversation. But again, we are going to leave that fake trades and, you know, the goings on again, a larger scope at what's going on in the professional tennis world to Monday's pod as Coach Lucero has agreed to come back for another Sunday night, Monday update. So that's something all of you Cracked Rackets fans put that in your calendar. It is always an enjoyable time whenever we get Mark on. And, you know, I'm going to give him a hard time as well. I've got a lot of questions. I don't, again, that's not a shock to any of you, but I'm really looking forward to that because fake trades, come on. That's right up my alley. So I've got some fun ones to propose for him. Uh, So be on the lookout for that podcast. But on today's podcast, we're going to keep things a little bit simple. And that's because our super producer, Daniel Westoff, unfortunately, he's on the road. Fortunately, I should say, he is on the road this weekend, getting, you know, to take a little bit of personal time for himself. God knows he deserves that. Uh, So, or maybe he just needs to get away from me for a weekend. I think a little bit of both can be true, right? He definitely needs a personal weekend. And that personal weekend, I'm sure, in his mind does not involve my voice. Uh, So he is getting away this weekend. So we are going to keep this podcast on the shorter side again for the broader updates on everything going on throughout the tennis world a little bit. I want to talk about Stephanie Miles' incredible reporting on, you know, the safety and health precautions being put in place in the U.S. Open for the WTA as well. I want to talk about all these different things uh, before I am able to do that, you know, but uh, again, we are going to save that for Coach Lucero uh, on Monday. Monday's podcast, but we don't want to leave you hanging headed into the weekend. So, as I have mentioned throughout the week, uh, we are so enjoying uh, being able to share with all of you fans uh, our Cracked Rackets, uh, some of our interviews, some of our content we were able to capture while we were down in Miami, down in Nicholasville for those two high-level exhibition events. Uh, again, it's been really enjoyable uh, to get to have the chance to speak with uh, you know people such as, uh, you know, Stevie Johnson and Jennifer uh, Stevie Johnson, Jennifer Brady is something, I don't know how that name slipped into my head, but people like Stevie Johnson, Shelby Rogers, Jessica Pagula, Jeannie Bouchard, uh, Tennis Sandgren, and all, Sam Query, all of these different people. It was such an enjoyable experience. And so, you know, with that in mind, oh, you know, I think it's 14 of the 16 players we interviewed. It's like 160 minutes of content to get through. We want to start sharing some of those with you, and you can see all of these things in video form. And you really should go check them out because some of the interviews we got to do in Miami were poolside. And how often do you get to see ATP players, you know, just relaxing in pools? It's quite clear when you're in a pool, you can't be anything other than relaxed. And so I think it leads to a really high quality interview. We have some fun with them. And that's one of the interviews we want to share today. Uh, A guest you know well here if you have been a longtime listener of our Cracked Rackets podcast. JC Aragoni joined me poolside in Miami to talk about the stresses of going from player to tournament director playing a match while trying to simultaneously run an event and all of the logistics that go into that of course also his feelings about the return of tennis in 2020 you know some fun questions about the event as well it's a really fun conversation that I think you listeners will enjoy again a nice way to pick you up as you head into the weekend so before we get to that of course I have to let you know the reason we are able to have these podcasts day in day out do have the sorts of conversations we are here at Cracked Rackets is because of the support we get from our friends at Midwest Sports, and I'll keep it brief because you know the deal. It's a comprehensive selection of fast shipping tennis supplies few retailers can match. Tens of thousands of products available uh, for you uh, from their automated warehouse to your front door. Innovation valued. 
options personally tailored to your needs. Staff, incredibly well-trained, goes without question, can answer all of your questions, help you find that perfect racket, perfect shoes, or perfect tennis clothing that is sure to put you ahead of the competition. Their selections first to market, and they pride themselves in stocking their warehouses with the newest products at the lowest prices. MidwestSports.com. Use our promo code CR15. You'll get 15% off. You'll get a free two-day shipping on all orders exceeding $75. And best of all, you will get a free can of Wilson Extra Duty Tennis Balls. Again, Midwest Sports wants to ensure you have everything you need to make your return to the court a success. MidwestSports.com. The promo code is CR15. So you're going to look good, but you want to feel good as well, right? That's where Aerobar comes in. Aerobar, the only tennis-specific energy bar in the business. More potassium than a banana. It's going to taste good. It's not going to melt all over you. It's it's just it's everything you need to pick you up. It's, you're not going to feel heavy. You're not going to feel drowsy. You're going to feel energized, and that's ultimately what you're looking for in a product like Aerobar. You go to their website. Use our promo code CRACKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Also, be sure to listen to our Getting to the Point episodes with our friends from Aerobar, uh, Andrew Golub, Mark Aerosmith. We've had so many great guests. This week, it was University of Florida assistant coach Lauren Embry, you know, people like her, Jay Berger, Bjorn Fertangelo, Michael Russell. It's been such a pleasure to get to do. The way you can tell our our friends at Aerobar, thanks, go into their website. Again, use that promo code CRACKED15. Shout out, as always, to the super producers, Max Fliegner and Daniel Westoff, for the fuck of an ending job they do day in, day out as well. Again, very easy for me to talk into a mic, much more difficult to make it sound coherent. So shout out to the both of them. And again, with that being said, uh, we uh, be on the lookout for Monday's mini break podcast. We are going to break down the many stories happening uh, in the professional tennis world with Mark Lucero. But for now, for our friends at Midwest Sports and Aerobar, our guests today, J.C. Aragoni, our super producers, Max Fligner, Daniel Westoff, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say, folks. That's the break, and we hope you enjoy your weekend. Take care, everyone. The amazing Mr. Please, please, please himself. But right now, Joining us in our Cracked Rackets booth now is our tournament director here for this week's Altic Steislinger Tennis Exhibition. Of course, you also know him as a three-time national champion from the University of Virginia. And honestly, Mr. Miami this week, J.C. Aragoni. J.C., thank you for having our Cracked Rackets team down here. How are you feeling on day three? Um, I'm happy. I'm in the pool. I'm relaxed. You know, it's been it's been a stressful week, but finally it, it seems like it's coming to an end. So um, I'm excited to have this end, but at the same time, I think we've both had fun. You're over there sipping vodka. <laughs> I think it's been a good week. Um, again, like I mentioned earlier, my, my house is, my apartment is like disaster. It's like a frat house. We got dishes all over. I got the strings from the last 15 rackets. I've had a string for these guys. So there's just like green gut everywhere. It's a disaster. I don't know how I'm going to clean this up, but it's going to take a few days. Yeah, for no, sure. No, I mean, again, I, a huge shout out to you for getting this all together, an eight-person event at a house like this, this sort of event. And again, a bunch of sponsors who we want to give shout out to for helping to support, obviously, Eleven Vodka, uh, big supporters of this event. We are at the Eleven Vodka household, of course, as well. So big yeah. thank you uh, to both Mike and Nikki for having us this weekend. Yeah, you know, for you today, you got to win. You're on the board, one and two. Uh, how did that feel? How did you feel about your level of play this week? Um, I thought it improved every day. I thought the first day I was just so stressed I we had issues with the permit the first day not issues but just you know standard 
protocols. They had to check everything to make sure we we're doing the right things. And I was just super stressed. So I think the first day was um, I was not happy with the performance, but I was happy to get through the day. And then yesterday I was more relaxed. I played better. And then I thought today was was the best of the three days. I thought I was serving well. I thought the you know things were just kind of going flowing better. And I, if I you know for me that was that was great to be able to each day just perform a little better. Shows that um, I'm getting back into the form. And even though I am organizing and playing, which is very difficult. I can at least end on somewhat of a high, of a good note. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, a win's a win to beat Stevie J to a top 100 player. You'll take the scalp, I'm yeah, I'll sure. I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, for you now, again, last yeah. question about this, and then I want to have some fun. We're in the pool. Fast four formats, the tournament uh, format. So I want to do fast four here with you. Some quick questions, but you know, obviously, to be a tournament director, be scenes. Uh, you sort of joked about it as well. Uh, will there be a second Altic Steislinger tennis exhibition run by JC Aragoni? I don't know. Catherine <laughs> is ready to kill me, man. She has been... I mean, she also has two other kind of part-time jobs she does, so she's been juggling a lot and she's basically taken over a lot of the stuff, especially while I'm playing, because I, you know, I need help, and she's been the, you know, kind of the backbone. So of course, you know, I, I put in hours and hours, and I, I don't necessarily mind it, but it is very stressful to do it without a team. You know, I can imagine a lot of these events, like even the one in Atlanta, is run, you know, at the Atlanta tournament, and the Charleston one was at, you know, by the tournament director of Charleston, and, you know these organizations have teams and have people and have lawyers and for me you know I kind of was it was the two people show that I had to figure everything out and you know it, it really is a lot harder I'm sure the second time around will be a lot easier and will go smoother because I know kind of what steps to take but mm -hmm. um yeah it was kind of a grind yeah again if you ever need us commander just call us in we will be the we will fill out the army that you and Catherine need and so you know we are so grateful that you had us all right let's have some fun again we're in the pool here it's very rare that you get to do a poolside interview yeah so. you never even wear sunglasses this is the first time you I had know, shades provided time, by me thankfully you know I got a sponsor I got my man some shades who apparently has exactly. never owned I any I have been telling my friends for a year because when I was in college there was way too much Virginia men's tennis going on, on my screen I said that fanship would pay off someday these Revo sunglasses Exactly, have definitely helped exactly. them pay off. But let's have some fun. All the players here this weekend, let's start with them. Who is the player who is, whose racket is the least enjoyable to string? Sangren. Oh, really? my God, I have messed up his racket. He's got the H22, so it's like a 16 by 18 string pattern, but somehow it has an extra hole. I don't even know. They say 16 by 18, but they're liars. Yeah. It's not. It's like you got to – it blew my mind. So – his was by far the most difficult, and then last night I lost half of his gut string, which I don't know where the hell I put it. So he was—I had to make him walk over at 10 o'clock at night to to pick up, you know, more string. I felt terrible. So he's gonna kill me. Um, but yeah, everyone else has been smooth sailing, but his has been a pain. Yeah, that's. There's fine. always one guy. Yeah, no, there's always one. Again, it wouldn't be a tournament if there wasn't. All right, with the theme again of your fellow players, let's say in the theme of this COVID-19, and by the way, you deserve major props for ensuring all safety and health protocols were followed this weekend. It, I think I can speak for everyone because I've been on the grounds. Everyone feels comfortable with this event and particularly following the Adria Tour. Uh, that's a great thing. So shout out to you. Yeah, we even have six feet here, yeah, you know, exactly. More provided than six. by vodka. Yeah. We measured it not with rulers, but with vodka. Yeah, because that's what you do at the Altic Size Slinger Tennis Exhibition. Um, but with that, let's say, you know, the, the ATP says, you know what, all of you guys at the Altex Steislinger, that's your eight. You're quarantined together. You're traveling to events together. You get to pick one of the players in this event to be your travel with coach for the next year. Who are you picking? I, I got to go with Sangren. Really? I think he's very methodical of how he thinks about tennis. Um, he's always given me pointers. I think he understands the sport well. He's 
he's just a very he's he's not a very um you know loud guy outspoken guy but when he does say things i feel like he puts a lot of thought into it and mm-hmm. he makes sure that it, it's helpful and you know a lot of guys sometimes just talk to just kind of you and know talk yeah, you know, exactly. and I feel like with him, he's completely different than that. So, um, I think as a coach, I think he'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom, no, I said that. I, yeah, no, I'm sure there's a future there for him as well. Um, all right, same thing. The theme is all of the players. Uh, you get to take one skill, one part of the game of any of the guys in Rilo this Paco event. Serve. Okay, but so you don't get to be. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the obvious one, right? Um, let's say though, if you take his serve, you have to be seven feet tall the rest of your life. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'd like to see what it's like <laughs> to live in his. You know, I don't judge. Yeah. I think it'd be an experience for sure. Yeah, hopefully Might Catherine be tough likes tough buying it. clothes, but he seems to pull it off, so. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. The Fila, he's rocking, looks good. Um, yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, for you again, all the players are calling their own lines this week. You are a college tennis player. The worst you have ever hooked someone. I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever hooked someone bad, but practice for sure. Like with the guys just trying to piss guys. We used to always piss off Luca because he's very emotional. So if you call a line out, you know, on purpose, he gets so, you know, he, he just doesn't like it at all. So we used to purposely try to hook him. Or DT, actually. DT was the worst because he would get so mad. He'd break rackets in practice and whatever. So we would honestly try to hook him just, A, to beat him because we couldn't lose to DT. And he would just lose his marbles. <laughs> No, that sounds awesome. Well, again, we have been so fortunate to have an incredible line judge with us this week. The most frustrated you've ever been with an official. He's been a trooper. You know how hot it is out there for like six six hours in a row, and he's sitting there. Uh, you know, he's just been taking L's left and right. I told him I'd bring him his check today, and I forgot, so now i got to mail it to him. He's, he's uh, yeah, it's not been a good week for him, mm-hmm. so I but feel bad for him. him excluded, what is the most angry you have ever been with an official? Um... I think I've snapped on Roger. I don't know if you know him. He's one of the USDA umps. A lot of guys have snapped on him. I think yeah. I've I've definitely taken it too far. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing... Canada when you gave the racket away? Yeah, that was bad. But it, with Roger, I was playing in Tiburon, and I was playing no Ruben, and it was like 6-5, me break point, like set points, mm-hmm. and the ball was out by like a foot, and he called it in and I swear I stopped the point and I made everyone in the crowd full crowd there stand up if they believe the ball was out and a ton of people stood up and I started counting them out loud and he and and he was like JC stop it and I got no you're gonna sit there and enjoy this and I started counting I got in a lot of trouble but uh yeah I had to apologize for that one but it was not a good look overall. It's a, yes, great story, but yeah, no. That, I look I, like an ass. Yeah, no, no, it's fair, whatever. Um, all right, well then, with that theme of contention in the air, any player on tour, you're at the bar, you get in a fight, who do you want having your back? Sam Groth. <laughs> good answer. I feel like he re- he's retired, but he's just such a big body, I feel like. He could take a hit, yeah. he could dish it back. Although, I, he is kind of a nice guy, so I don't know if he would. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I, I, I've always been like, that guy... Yeah. I feel like Verdasco for me. Verdasco's the guy who, I just feel like he can get angry. He's yeah. big. I just feel like he's too into his body. He wouldn't want to take a hit. Like, if he took a hit, he's going to get bruised, you know? Like, can't mess the, with a figure. Yeah, no, that's, again, yeah, too pretty. Too pretty, for sure. Um, all right, well, again, a home stretch here of questions because we really appreciate it. I know you got to get back to work. Um, but for you, big three, Roger, Rafa, Novak, they're all in their prime. Who's the best player? I mean, right now I gotta go with Novak, but I I'm not a Novak fan. I'm a Fed fan for life. Okay. But like, 
I don't know. What, when was he really, really good? Like 03? 06 to 0, or 04 to yeah. 07, he averaged 90% uh, winning, 90% yeah, of like his matches per year. Yeah, like those years were a joke. Like, I used to yeah. love watching him play. Like, when he lost to Djokovic at the U.S. Open in 2012, maybe, mm-hmm. that he lost 7-5 in the fifth, I was yeah. there, and I was just, like, ready to cry. <laughs> I was so heartbroken when Djokovic made that, you know, return at 40-15, 5-4 cross court to, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, what the hell? This sucks. <laughs> But yeah, Fed for me has always been a huge, huge fan. No, you think would be the toughest matchup for you? I think Fed he takes time so well, and he has a slice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're all—they'd all kick my. Yeah. <laughs> I think the matchup-wise, Feder really yeah. takes it. Like at least with. Oh okay. Oh, wow. It's popping bottles. I know popping bottles. Fed at least with with Roth, I feel like you'd get into a couple points. Mm-hmm. Like. But, yeah, I think they'd all be tough. Yeah, I no. can't. <laughs> um, well, yeah, of course. Uh, again, if there was any match you can go back, win or lose from your past that you could replay, what would you pick? Ooh, replay a match. I don't know. I've lost a bunch of 7-6 in the thirds that have cost me. Um, I mean, if you tell me, hey, guarantee win, I'd go back and beat you know Kevin Anderson first round of the Open. But <laughs> yeah. um, just replay a match, I don't know. I have too many that have caused me to lose sleep at night. Where's the Herco at the National Indoors rank? Top five or nah? You're, but we be, I beat him. Yeah, so but I'm saying you, you you could replay it just to experience the win. Oh, you're saying that one was pretty cool because that kind of started that whole year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we would have won as much if we didn't have that kind of mm-hmm. confidence going in. So mm-hmm. that one was pretty amazing. and The backhand cross-court against Jack Murray, the winner, that national championship. Pre- that one was pretty good. Yeah, That's a you nice can't, one. all of the college ones were yeah, unbelievable. Okay. Yeah, so throw that yeah for sure. That's awesome. Well, again, uh, we've had, you know, I know you, you know, so much support you've gotten from sponsors. Again, I want to give a huge shout out to and uh, People who know me know I'm I'm drinking a little vodka. I really have embraced this Miami experience. Um, yeah, you but have. for you, I know uh, our friends at Diet balls for this weekend uh, you know what have you thought about the balls this week and just dive yeah, in thought, and having them i thought they were great i thought um you know we we actually just made it uh, with the balls we had three <laughs> cases and we used exactly three cases so worked out perfectly i thought the balls were you know very similar to the u.s open um none of the guys have complained i think they all were you know happy to play with them again guys that's the one thing guys complain about is balls so to go through a tournament without a single complaint about a, a ball tells you that you know it's something good they're on the right track so hopefully they get more you know tournament directors to believe in them use their balls and uh you know keep moving forward because i think they they could do a lot of good for the sport mm-hmm. huge shout out to you jc to pull this off the altixtizing or tennis anytime you want to do this again just ring our bell and we'll be here. all right perfect thank you guys